And again, keep in mind that me and LJ are like 12. One, either you made it, or two, you're fucked. I'm not doing it on Sunday. I'm sorry. Chapulé. I'm gonna exaggerate the fuck out of this. So we had one coach who had a permanent heart on all the time. <laughs> yeah, this shit's kind of annoying Wee! though, but yeah. I'm buying your ass a thong. <laughs> yeah. Who would win right now? You or 55-year-old Jackie Chan? I'm about to throw the fuck up. He wants that little dick. I'd say it's the biggest fight of the year. They may be the best team in the NBA. Fun facts for you about dating. I think different women like different things. Not told oh, you anybody to. about this story what? in my life. On wax. Baby, 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 yo, what up? Now you're tuned in to On Wax the Podcast. What up? Man, I love Wax Wednesdays, by the way, man. I love Wax Wednesday. I look forward to every Wednesday because I get to, I get, I get to put people on wax and I get some bullshit off my chest and, you know, I get to tell you guys, you know, just the, the, the daily life of, you know, how I'm living over here, you know, how I'm living. So it's always good to talk to you guys. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to everybody listening, man, like, if you're listening and we haven't had a conversation about you listening, I would love to hear from you. I would literally love to hear from you. I had my boy Antoine just reach out to me and said, man, I just listened, just listened to, come on, man. And I love that shit. I was dying at work. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening, Antoine. I have a friend in California. Shout out to my boy, Josh. He, he, he's a constant, consistent listener. Um, and I have people around San Antonio. You know, I have a couple people in, in Dallas and Houston. And, and of course, you know, the, the Austin, Smithville, Bastrop, LaGrange area. So if you're tuning in right now, we haven't had a conversation, man. Ping me and let me know that you're listening. I'd love to hear from you. And everybody that does listen on a daily basis or a weekly basis. And, and we, we talk about the podcast, man. I really appreciate you guys a y'all are some a one stand-up individuals know what i'm saying but man i got a big hefty agenda that i want to talk to you guys about today and i can't wait to get into it so i've been spending a lot a lot of time with my oldest daughter elisa and man we've been we've been having some fun man so like in after you know after i get out of work we try to find you know any type of food that she likes any type of restaurant that she likes any type of snack that she likes we're looking at different TV shows, different movies. Just just recently, she's been uh she's been a uh, obsessed with the um, the Fuller House, and so I was like, okay, you like Fuller House, but have you seen Full House, the OG, the original, the done? And she's like, um, I've seen like two or three. No, ma'am, sit down, sit your way down. We finna watch the OG. So we literally watched season one, episode one. A full house, and, and that's what we've pretty much been watching uh, the entire day. And I've tried getting her on Saved by the Bell. I, I feel like I like Saved by the Bell better, I think. Maybe it's a little bit more mature, even though they're all ch- children shows. I understand that. But I, I used to love Saved by the Bell, and um, she wasn't as interested in Saved by the Bell. I was trying to put her on Zach and Screech. And uh, what's that other boy's name? Slater. But nah, she wasn't feeling that as much. But at night, I hear this every night. Siri, what time does the what time does the sunset? 
sunset will it be at 8 37 p.m today yeah we 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 fully know when the sun's going down and when the sun's going down we start a scary movie first things first last week we watched the lodge guys if you have hulu and you're a scary movie fan you have to watch the lodge the Lodge is intense, it's like suspenseful, it keeps you at the edge of your seat. It's not necessarily too scary, but it leaves you it leaves you feeling a little bit uneasy. You, you have some knots in your stomach after watching The Lodge. It has the little boy from It in there. He's in a couple other movies, but I mean, it's ridiculously good. I really enjoyed The Lodge. So if you guys are scary movie fans, watch The Lodge on Hulu right now. Well, listen to the podcast first, and then when you're done listening to the podcast, most definitely watch The Lodge on Hulu. But then we were looking at movies, on, scary movies on Hulu, and I seen Paranormal Activity. Let me tell you something about Paranormal Activity. That shit's scary. And what makes that shit scary is that shit's real. Like, I ain't scared of no fucking zombie. None of that b- bullshit. I ain't scared about, uh, you know, some crazy women. I, 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 ain't, I ain't here for that. But when you're talking about paranormal shit, you're talking about demons, you're talking about ghosts, you're talking about... You know, random spirits. That shit is real to me. And the reason I know it's real to me is because some real crazy fucked up shit has happened to me. And then you cannot speak to one individual that has that has said, nope, nope, nothing's crazy happened to me. I don't believe in ghosts. I've never had nothing crazy happen to me. Bullshit. Everybody has. So I'm telling Elisa and I'm trying to make it scary. Because this is true, by the way. I want to be clear. This is an absolute true story. I'm like, Elisa. I don't know if I can watch Paranormal Activity with you. And she's like, uh, why not? I'm like, because the first time I seen Paranormal Activity, some paranormal shit happened to me. Her eyes get all wide. And she's like, like what? And I was like, well, the first time that I watched Paranormal Activity, I watched it on a Friday night, the opening night. I watched it. It was nighttime. I went back to my apartment as I'm sleeping, I'm in a deep sleep. I'm thinking that life is good. All I hear is, <laughs> I wake up, I'm looking, I'm like, what the fuck was that? So I go to my living room and I'm looking. I'm scared that I'll bitch too, by the way. And I'm looking and I don't see nothing. Then I look to my kitchen and all of my trash, not a, not not like it tipped over and some spilt. Not, uh, 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 this ain't that. This ain't that. All of my trash, fucking everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Like it, it looks like, uh, like two, two hogs got in there and just tore up shit. Like it was everywhere. And I remember thinking to myself, "Good God, no thanks." I was scared to go back to sleep. I did watch the second one. I did watch the third one. You know, later in life because they came out, you know, year two or three afterwards. So of course you have to watch those again. But I'm telling her the story, and I'm like, man, I don't know. And I'm trying to hype it because, you know, I'm, I'm a grown-ass man. I ain't scared to watch no fucking scary movie. But I was a little bit like, I don't know. So we watch the first paranormal activity together. It was scary. It's as scary as I remembered it. It was gives me chills. It gives me goosebumps. It, ugh, that's scary. The Lodge, not scary. Paranormal activity, that's scary. The next night. We decide to watch Paranormal Activity 2. This is, I'm not even kidding, guys. This is a true story. We're watching Paranormal Activity in the living room. 
my phone is about to die. So from the living room, I go to my bed and I charge my phone. I'm literally in there for like five to 10 minutes while Elise is still in the living room watching Paranormal Activity 2. I'm in there in the pitch black charging my phone. I'm Of course, I'm on my phone, but it's on the charger and I'm just like letting it charge up, you know, 10 or 20 percent. And then I go back and watch the movie. I literally was in the bedroom about two or three times throughout the whole movie just charging my phone. And I'm here to tell you in all seriousness, it was pitch black in there. Absolutely nothing was on. It was black in there. Um, it was pitch black in there. And so like I went back to watch Paranormal Activity and I'm watching it and the movie's almost over so I go to the bathroom keep in mind I'm not even kidding the bathroom's on the opposite side of the bedroom it's on the opposite side of the bedroom it's on the same side as the living room so I go back to watch the movie we get up we go to the bedroom my TV is on bro it is on and I look at Elisa and she looks at me and I said Elisa, don't lie to me. Did you turn on the TV? And she's like, what? No. And I'm like, I'm like, don't play with me. Did you turn on the TV? She's like, no, Dad. You would have seen me get up because I would have literally seen her get up from the, from the living room to go to the bedroom. And she would have seen me go from the bathroom to the bedroom. Like, there's no way that you could, you could see it. And then we literally both look at each other and we see where the remote is at. Like, it, it just was impossible for her to do it. It definitely wasn't me. And I'm looking at her, and, and the thing about it, it, it is, was is I was in there two or three times throughout the movie. I could, I could fully attest to it was off. It wasn't on throughout the movie, and I just, no, 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 no. I was in a pitch black room two to three times throughout the movie charging my phone. I know it wasn't on. I know where the remote was at that I didn't grab the remote and turn it on. I know that she didn't leave the living room because I would have seen her from the bathroom. And I know where that remote is at. Like, and I know how long I, I wasn't even in the bath. I wasn't taking no shit. So I know how long I was in the bathroom. Like, no. And, and, and like, long story short, the TV turned on. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. And she's like really scared. She's like, I'm not watching number three, Dad. And so I'm like, are you sure? And she's like, yeah, let's just watch Fuller House. Because we were supposed to pull a, a daily double and watch Paranormal 2 and 3 because we thought she was leaving the next day. So that didn't happen. So the next day, we watched Paranormal Activity 3. Why we decided to watch it again, I don't know. So we watched Paranormal Activity 3. And I post a clip of the movie on the Instagram page. And some some random, some random weirdo wrote me and was like, Hey, I'm really into this type of stuff. And I'm like, really into what? And she's like, Paranormal Activity. I'm going to see if I can read it. While I, while I, she's like, I'm really into paranormal activity and a lot of demons. And I'm going to see if I can read it, though. It was funny. She says, my favorite subject. And I said, what is? She said, I'm very interested in stuff like that. Plus, I have my own experiences with paranormal activity, LOL. I also come from a family who inherits the sixth sense. And I said, the TV in my bedroom legit just turned on by itself. And she put, hmm. Sounds like someone's trying to spook you or communicate with you from the dead. How often does it happen? And I said, it just happened after the movie. And she says, have you been feeling extra tired or more fatigued than usual? Consider, I just got 
done beating off. So I didn't know if it was the beat off or if it was the movie, but I was feeling sluggish. I'm just kidding about the beat off part, but it sounds funny. But I was, I was feeling extra tired and I'm like, legitimately, my eyes were like about to close. And uh, she's like, have you been feeling extra tired or more the fatigue than usual? And I said, actually, yes, I have. I'm very sleepy right now. What's that mean? She said, when people usually feel fatigued or tired after watching a scary movie, it's because something's on their shoulders. Something or someone is clinging on to them. People don't realize when you watch a scary movie, you're basically calling them out because you feed into fear. Huh? You expect me to go to bed after that? Do you know what my daughter would have thought if I would have told her that? My God. Thanks for keeping me up all night, lady. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. And I'm like, <laughs> LOL. Good call. But Jesus Christ, man, that was creepy. But also my daughter, it was so funny. She showed me a picture switching on from scary movies. She showed me a picture of this penny. And she's like, do you smell something? And I'm looking at her kind of sketch. I'm like, huh? And she's like, do you smell something? And I'm like, no. And she's like, you should. And I'm like, why? She's like, because it's a scent. And I'm like, ha ha. I see where you're going with this. Then she shows me a picture of two pennies. And she goes, do you see a fruit? And I'm like, no. And she looks at me and she goes, you should because it's a pear. And at this point, like I'm fully bought in. I think this shit's hilarious. She shows me a picture of three pennies and she goes, hey, do you see a snake? And I'm like, no. And she's like, you should because it's three copperheads. And at this point, I'm like, okay, this shit's fucking crazy. She shows me a picture of four pennies. And she's like, hey, do you see a car? Do you see cars? And I'm like, nah, still see four pennies. She's like, you should. It's four Lincolns. And I was literally, after like the second one, I'm like literally dying. Like, I think that shit is fucking hilarious. And then like, as a 10-year-old would ruin the entire joke, she's like, she shows me five pennies, and she's like, do you see poop? I'm like, huh? She's like, do you see poop? And I'm at this point, I'm like, where? how the fuck is five pennies going to show me poop or relate to poop in any way? I'm like, no. And she's like, you're not going to see poop for five cents, stupid. I'm like, time out. Did you just make that last one up? And she's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you are such a nerd. Like, that, I remember when I was 10, I used to say some bullshit like that. That shit was, it was so funny to me that she thought of all that. I mean, she must have got the four, four of them from somewhere. I know she didn't come up with that herself, but I thought that was actually pretty damn funny. You know, so if you're an adult, maybe you can pull that same, same thing with your kids. They probably think that's funny. They probably think that's funny. Uh, man, where should I go with this? You know, I'm looking at my my, my agenda. We have a lot to talk about. Um, hitchhikers. I wanted to talk about hitchhikers. I think this is a very interesting topic to me. Um, if you guys are new to listening to the podcast, 
um, I think it was last, I don't think it was this last Christmas, but the last Christmas, it was in that same kind of Christmas spirit area. First things first, if you don't know me, I'm always wanting and willing to help people. Like that's probably one of my biggest, uh, attributes. One of my biggest qualities is like, if you need help and I'm able to help you. And I kind of talked about that on the last episode about how I feel so disappointed with friends because I'm always willing to go the extra mile for these guys. I'm always willing to go to back for these guys. I'm always have their back for, you know, their back when they need me. And I feel like some of my friends don't give me that same respect. And I'm, I'm like that even with strangers. And I remember it was probably like December 2018. I see this man. And I don't I don't know what I was thinking, by the way. So when you're listening to this, you're like, but what were you thinking? I don't know. That's the, I mean, long story short, if I would have thought it through a little bit better, I would have, I probably wouldn't have done it. But I'm driving down the road. And this man that was in a wheelchair... It was a manual wheelchair though, so like it was the one where you kind of scoot yourself. Is just riding down this long stretch of a road, and it is pouring rain. And I don't know, I was in the Christmas spirit or something. I'm driving down, and I see this old man, and he's literally on in a wheelchair, with with you know with shit in his hand, and he's just manually working this wheelchair. And I just feel bad as fuck, so I literally pull my truck over in the rain I don't have a uh, I do have an umbrella actually so I pull out my umbrella and I'm running to this guy and I'm saying sir he looks at me and he goes hey get the fuck away from me I don't know if he says that specifically but he says something very rude and I'm like god damn I'm just trying to help dude so like I literally go back in my car and I feel like a complete twat cause I'm like why in the fuck would I just randomly you know go to this guy and and ask him if he needs a ride. Like, what was I thinking? And then I'm like, the the good side of me is like, you're trying to help the fucking dude out, dude. It's fucking raining and the day before Christmas or some shit. Like, Jesus Christ, he didn't need to act like that. But then there's times where I'm like, you didn't even know the fucking guy. Like, what if he was a killer? Like, well, you, what the fuck are you doing, John? So, fast forward to a couple days ago. And I'm driving by the airport. And I see this woman with a backpack on in both both of her hands are filled so she no she had a backpack she had some luggage literally holding her luggage you know how that thing lifts up like the little handle lifts up she's she's carrying that on her elbow like so like her forearm is hooked in there and she's 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 like pushing it with her elbow backpack and two bags in her hand bro like two bags in her hand she's carrying luggage with her elbow and she has a backpack on and she's walking and and I wanted to ask her like hey where are you going is it not that far I can give you a lift and then I get like PTSD from the other bullshit that happened and I decided not to ask her but then it got me literally as I'm as I'm picking up this food it literally got me thinking like but why couldn't I have like let's just like and I was talking to another friend about this prior but it's like the whole hitchhiker scenario it has such a bad rap. Like, if I were to ask a woman, or even a dude for that matter, I, I'd feel more comfortable with asking a woman because I don't really have to really fear for my life. You know, maybe a little bit, but not as much as a man. But, like, if I if I ask a woman, hey, do you need a ride? That's automatically, automatically, I'm a creeper. I'm, I'm in creeper status. Like, um, what, what am I up to? Like, why am I asking her for a ride? You know, da 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 so, like, I already know I can't really ask this woman if she needs a ride because how that's going to make me look. 
and if she does accept the ride, or if he does accept the ride, now I'm full-blown sketch mode, like, is she gonna try to rob me, is she trying to stab me, is she trying to da-da-da-da-da, is he trying to da-da-da-da-da, like, again, um, I told another story about a hitchhiker, too, on the other episodes, too, but if you haven't listened to all the episodes, listen to all the fucking episodes, because a lot of our gem stories are in the previous episodes, but, like, and it really got me thinking about hitchhikers, man, like, I really wish more people were open to the idea, I wish more people were, like, better individuals, where we wouldn't have to worry about our life, and how, like, I would just have loved for her to be, like, me to roll down my windows, like, hey, neighbor, how you going, where are you going, I'm going right up the road here, if I can help you out a little bit, sure, put her backpack, packing all the fucking luggage in the back of my truck, drive her a mile or two or three down the road, thank you, you saved four, four hours of my life, and a lot of back pain, no problem, really, I was on the route anyways, type of shit, I don't know, I get this weird urge to, to pick up hitchhikers, um, and it's only because I want to help these people, and I know, like, literally, like, if I'm on the highway, for instance, and I'm driving by, and I just see a dude walking on the side of the road, where are you going, guy? I could literally probably save you an hour or two of your life, but you can't, right? So it's, it's always kind of a sticky situation, because, you know, really, like I said, this whole hitchhiker thing, I don't know why I mentioned it, but, yeah, it's because I really wanted to ask that lady if she wanted to ride, because could you imagine... I, I don't, again, I have no idea where she was trying to go, but can you imagine, even if you had to go like a quarter of a mile with a backpack, some luggage, and two bags in your hand, I could barely go from my fucking truck to my, my apartment with, with, you know, some bags of groceries. Just kind of weird, you know what I'm saying? I, I feel like, you know, it should be easier for people to to offer rides and to accept rides. Like, if she accepted the ride, I, I feel like she shouldn't have to worry about if I'm up to anything type of shit. Like, it's just kind of weird. Anywho... I want to give a quick shout out to my boy Joshua Franco. He last night he won a world title. He's only the fifth person in San Antonio history to bring home a world title to San Antonio. So I'm very excited for Joshua Franco. I got to watch his fight on ESPN last night. He fought an amazing, a phenomenal, a strategical fight, man. And uh, he made he made the whole city proud, man. I, I couldn't believe how many people. I seen post and repost and share, you know, congratulations, Joshua Franco, man, you did your motherfucking thing in the ring last night, man, and I gotta get you on the podcast soon, so if you're listening to this, man, it would be my motherfucking pleasure and my honor to get you on the podcast, G, I won, I won quite, I won quite a bit of grip on him, man, I, I caught him early, he was a plus 425, so he was a, he was about a four to one underdog, and from, from other sources of mine, he was at one point a 7 to 1 underdog, by the time the actual fight started, he was a 2 to 1 underdog, so the, the the odds, you know, really got in his favor later towards the fight, but I caught him at a 4 to 1 underdog, and I, I should have put more money on him, but I didn't, I should have, but uh, I won, I won, I won a pretty penny, speaking of those pennies, I won a pretty penny on him, so, man, I gotta get you on the podcast, man, because, I mean, could you imagine being, you know, young Mexican fighter from San Antonio and, and I mean it's a huge deal like he, he who he signed with and who he trains with and who he where he trains at and you know fighting on ESPN and and fighting the fight of your life and winning the world title and, and from San Antonio man I every time I think of shit like that it really gives me goosebumps too man That's, that must be crazy for like a I don't even know how old he is you know 22 23 24 years old like I wasn't fucking winning no titles at 24 years old man I wasn't doing shit but, um, yeah, it was crazy, man. So, shout out to my boy Joshua Franco, San Antonio, Texas, the professional. How about your boy? So, last episode, I talked about Crystalia, and I didn't have a lot of facts because, you know, that, that situation literally, I think, just 
just like fucking it un unraveled the same day I think last Wednesday when I was recording so I didn't really know that many details but apparently he was you know messaging underage girls and trying to hook up with underage girls and sending flirtatious text messages to underage girls and you know it's kind of weird like I said looking back at it that he he called all of his followers babies and that he said that he had a cult and again even on the you show on on Netflix he played like a pedophile and and for these things to kind of line up like it's just kind of crazy for Chris and what what saddens me is like he's one of my favorite comedians like I really I really like like his content I look up to him like as a comedian as a podcaster so like kind of hit me like fuck man that kind of sucks you know but it was funny to me about how many of his peers and close friends kind of turned their back on him immediately and it made me really think you know if, if one of my close friends you know LJ or whoever else you know had some serious allegations against them but they didn't do anything to you personally how would you handle it and 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 I know it just depends on what the allegations were and I know you know being a pedophile is nothing nothing to play with but man, it kind of hurt my feelings when you've seen some of his really good friends go bad on him. Especially since we don't know all the facts. Like, let's just say he clears up his name completely, because apparently that's what he's doing. He's getting all, you know, he's getting ready for for his rebuttal. He's getting, you know, proof that he didn't know that these age, girls were underage, or, or you know that, it, you know, it happened so long ago. I mean, there's there's a lot of things that I hear that he's trying to put together to try to clear his name. But like, let's just say hypothetically, he does clear his name. And you have, you know, a lot of your longtime friends turn bad on you. Like, do you, are you understanding about it? Like, man, I get it, man. You guys are, you know, just whatever, whatever. Do you do you hold a grudge? Like, I'm trying to put myself in the same situation. Like, if LJ did something super serious, man, I, you know, I don't know. I really I really don't. Like, would I, would I turn bad on him? I don't think I would, to be honest with you. And I, I, I know that might be, um, that might, you know, get taken out of context and that might be a bad look for me. But I just don't think I, I turn bad on him. You know, I definitely don't promote it. You know, I definitely maybe put some, I don't know, like, I don't know. It's just weird. And maybe it's just because LJ's my best friend. It's hard for me to, to say, like, fuck him. But, um, yeah, it made me think a lot about friendship. Again, I've been thinking a lot about friends and friendship lately in the last couple of weeks. And I've been a little bit, a little bit distant with people, like, less, less social media than I normally do. Of course, less text messages. Cause it really makes me realize, like, you know, when you kind of go off the grid a little bit, who reaches out, who still texts you, who still calls you. And, and it's funny that when you kind of do go off the grid, that no one texts you, no one calls you, um, no one checks up on you, no one's wondering about you. And it kind of, it's an eye opener on, like, who's really there and who's not. So, um, I've been kind of testing that theory out just be, I've been questioning a lot of people. And uh, I want to see where their head's at and where I fall at on their priority list. So it's it's a good eye-opener for everybody. I would suggest doing that, not to mention, like, falling off the grid from, like, social media and everything else. It kind of helps helps you get your mind straight, too. Like, it's it's nice. It's a nice little reset. If he was innocent and if, you know, if things are blown out of context and these people turn their back on him, that would, that would be a tough... Or, you know, he's going through all these allegations and this must be a tough time for him and none of his friends reach out to him and instead they just kind of bash him online, like... It's tough. It's a tough scenario because, you know, if he did do all that, then, I mean, you can't really trust him, obviously. If you had a friend that had some serious allegations against him, how do you handle it? Do you support him? Are you there with through thick and thin at their lowest points? Or if you're like, man, I can't, I, I really just, I can't support that. I can't fuck with you no more. And, like, literally just give him the cold shoulder and cut him off completely. I think that's the Wax Wednesday question of the week. I might post that later. It depends what the allegations are, but... 
we can use that for an example. Like, if you heard that they were talking to underage girls or boys, I guess. Um, I don't know. It's just a tough situation because it's, it's, you know, it's just one of those situations where you're looking like, huh, I wonder what I'd do. I hope I don't ever have to do that. But, you know, it's, it's a it's an interesting conversation. But, you know, it is what it is. Corona cases going up like crazy. And, of course, Trump's Trump's response. And it, it's true, I bet, is is we have so many more verified, confirmed cases because we're getting tested, you know, X amount more than other countries. We have more population than other countries. So, of course, we're going to have more cases. It just makes sense. I have a friend, man, that thinks he has it. And so, to my surprise, A, he said he had like a 105 fever, but he said that he was hurting. And, you know, he, he's very active. He's very, you know, in shape. He goes to the gym several times a week. So, I mean, that um that kind of is – it. Kind of is scary, you know what I mean? Like, my thought process is, you know, I'm younger, I'll be fine. If I get it, I get it, you know, but I'll, I'll be fine. But, you know, he, he made me a little bit more aware of it. There was this con- uh, this comedy show. My favorite comedians are going to be in town Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And, man, trust me when I say my favorite comedians. I watch these people on a regular. And um, I really want to go. And um, I don't think I'm going to go. It's going to it's gonna disappoint me. Um to not go, but I just, I don't want to risk it, I mean, like, I, I'm telling, I'm telling a couple people, if this makes sense, hear me out, I was going to wrap this up, but now I'm on another rant, I'm not afraid, no, no, I'm afraid to get COVID-19, I'm not afraid to have COVID-19, like, can you imagine if you get COVID-19, you test positive for it, you're supposed to quarantine by yourself for two weeks, so, like, I don't know, like, gonna have like my mom or somebody drop groceries and shit off at my doorstep every day for two weeks while I get better during those two weeks I can't see friends I can't see family I can't see kids like I'm literally like the way I'm taking it is if you have it like take it that's when you take it 1000% serious like you do not leave the house for two weeks and not only that you know, after like the two weeks, like, is it 14 days exactly? Could it be 15 days? Could it be 16 days? Could it be, could you you'd probably want to make sure, like go the extra mile and make it three weeks, you know, type of thing. Like the timeline of, you know, I'd be very sketch if I had it. Like at 14 days, does it mean at the 14th day, it's absolutely gone for good? Could it have been gone on day 10? Like, should I wait an extra week? Like just knowing that you're going to have a lot of, you know, Doubt you'd have to get retested. I'm assuming, right? I, I mean, I'm I'm having you guys imaginarily walk me through this. I'm assuming, you know, two or three weeks you get tested again. Make sure you don't have it. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. But not only that, let's just say today I I, I post like, hey guys, you know, I'm, that's crazy. I didn't think this could happen to me, but I actually have COVID nineteen. Do you think anybody's gonna want to hang out with you afterwards? Parents, siblings, children. Even like I said, three weeks, four weeks, everyone's still going to be like, it's a huge blow to you, bro. And for the shout out for the people that actually have it, man, that it must be a scary, you know, scary, you know, situation to go through. And I never want to go through that as well. And you guys are absolutely brave. And and I commend you guys for for going through it and, and, you know, taking it seriously. But man, like, let's just say I get it today. And from a month from now, if I'm like, hey, man, uh, I want to hang out. You don't think these people are like, man, this guy fucking had a, co- a confirmed COVID case right here. Fuck. Like, people will not feel comfortable, like, going out with you or having drinks with you or going to lunch with you or dinner. Or, I mean, you can't go over there. 
um, it's just kind of crazy to think about that because you know getting it and you know getting that 105 you know temperature and, and having body aches and I'm not even sure you know that's one thing like mentally I'm pretty sure I could deal with that would it suck absolutely but the the hit you take afterwards I think is the worst part especially for me man because I am an extrovert you want me to shut up for two weeks and not see nobody and then after two weeks potentially not see nobody else for two weeks because everybody's scared to see you for two weeks like sheesh that would, that would suck man I don't know I just posted yesterday on the on the page that um, Trump said that there's going to be another stimulus package. Rumors have it that it's supposed to be two thousand dollars. He, in his words, yes, it's going to be very generous. Shit, I can use a two rex. I can use two rex for sure, man. So I, I'd be very excited. I heard, but I heard about like Fourth of July too. That's only like in two weeks. That'd be very nice. I start my my mandatory time off in, in mid July. So shit, if I have some some spending money. Shit, you don't you don't know. I don't even know. We don't know what I'd do if I'm off and I have two ra- two extra racks in my my pocket. I don't know. Something to think about for sure. Something to think about for sure. I got, like I said, man, I got I got some things on the the agenda that I'm still waiting to have another person talk to me about on the podcast. Like I feel like I need some some give or take on that on that on that uh these topics some some very very deep conversation topics some things that i don't really necessarily agree with uh all about i've been reaching out to some some people one-on-one about them and it just kind of bothers me but again i'm I'm waiting for somebody to be on the podcast with me to discuss these so i'm sitting on them i'm just talking about like personal experiences at this point when i'm by myself but um father's day was good i want to talk to you guys about father's day you know every time you can get all three of the, the the kiddos together under one roof I had him for like three or four days, and it was it was a man. We had a blast. Like I said, just not even like doing anything special because we can't do anything. Just just spending time with each other, and like it's just man, it's just always a, always a blessing. This is probably one of the first Father's Days that I didn't get to see my own father. He's taking and as he should, he's taking that coronavirus thing really serious. I don't even know if he would have opened the door for me if I would have you know drove to Bastrop and tried to go see him. But, you know, we FaceTime, we talked. My mom, she's such a nerd. We There's this feature online that you can get, like, it's kind of like Zoom, I'm guessing. But, yeah, it was me, my mom, my brother, my sister, and my granny. We were all on this, like, Zoom call type of setting. It was it was fun, dot, 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 dot. So, yeah, um, if you guys seen that old picture that I posted of me and LJ, man, we must have been in, like, the fourth, fifth grade in that photo just to show you guys how long we've been doing it. You know, it was tight. It must have been, like, our birthday or something because we're – I'm thinking it was a birthday party that me and him had. I'm thinking, and uh, yeah, we just looked like two little, two little, two little gentlemen's. So uh, it was kind of cool. But like I said, I talked to you guys ears off enough. I appreciate you guys listening on Wax the podcast, Wax Wednesday. If you haven't already, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook. I'm never active on the Facebook page, but still follow us on the Facebook page. Um, give us a five star review on iTunes if you haven't already. Follow us on SoundCloud. Um, we have videos on YouTube. Check us out on YouTube. Um, and how about your motherfucking boy if you listen to the podcast and I haven't heard from you lately, man? I, again, I would really, really enjoy you know finding out who who listens to us because we have a lot of listeners, and uh, I know I don't hear from you guys all the time. So if you're listening to this right now and you haven't heard from me, man, slide up in them DMs and let me know that you're listening, man. Jay Hen, I'm out.